Hey guys, this is Thomas Brown, and welcome to the Thomas Vision Podcast. I'm a filmmaker currently based in Atlanta, and this podcast consists of conversations with the professionals I meet along the way. Hey guys, Thomas Brown here uh, with another podcast. I have the great Jan Hill uh, with me again today. And I'm really excited to talk about um, today's topic. Uh, This is going to be a topic for all you wedding industry professionals out there. And it is, is the wedding industry oversaturated? Yeah, so we're going to talk about that today. And um, Jan, how are you doing today? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Good, good. I have a lot of edits that I have to get done. Right. Uh, so I can't wait for those to get done, but, uh, yeah. it's sunny outside. It's nice. We've and had so, lots of rainy weather the past week, so I'm so happy to see the sun. Yeah. You, you know, when I'm, when I have a lot of things to edit like that, mm-hmm. I don't even like even get to like the weather doesn't bother me cause I'm right. just at my desk anyway, but yeah. I, I like it now cause when I'm editing, I can just open the window right. and just, you know, wish I was outside, you yeah. know, at least. <laughs> no, I get it. I'm going to start things off and I, I will say that I think a lot of people who are newer uh, to the industry mm-hmm. tend to say that the wedding industry is oversaturated. Uh, but what what are your thoughts on it? You know, I hear that a lot. Um, and it's kind of mixed because, mm-hmm. you know, I definitely wouldn't want someone to not look into pursuing something that they're interested mm-hmm. in. But, you know, there are a lot of people that will come and say, you know, I planned my friend's shower or, you know, I just got married and now I'm going to start my wedding planning business. Mm -hmm. And it's a little more to it than just having experience planning a baby shower or having your own wedding. There's a lot that goes into it. And I think, you know, that's what's been happening a lot and why we're hearing, you know, this industry is so saturated or, um, you know, it, it really just depends on the market that you're in. Also in Atlanta, there are a lot of planners. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of photographers and videographers, and videographers. And, yep, but what you also have to keep in mind is yes, there may be a lot in volume, but you are, your brand, you know, Mm -hmm. there's only one Jan Hill of J Hill events. And that's what I have to keep in mind. You know, I have some great colleagues that are also wedding planners, but we're all very different when it comes to style and personality. So what's meant for that particular planner may not be meant for me and vice versa. So I keep that in mind and not try to focus on, Oh my goodness, this is more planners, Mm -hmm. other people coming in from different markets and, you know, I truly have to keep in mind that what's meant for me is for me. Yeah. Well, that was a quick podcast. Thank you guys <laughs> for it. Too. No. So, no, we need your uh, opinion too, Thomas. <laughs> Come on. No. So um, I, 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 I really agree. Now, what I will say is, is I think a lot of people feel that the industry is oversaturated when they have not found a way to market themselves outside of places like wedding wire or the knot mm-hmm. i think a lot of people I, I i get it all the time especially when people are new to the industry and they're relying on those you know wedding websites to uh, promote themselves i haven't um advertised on a wedding website i think for i think three years uh, now mm-hmm. and i think 
once you embrace social media and you find your own voice and you see that you're unique and that you're special and you have something different to bring to the table, um, I think you, you can, you start looking at the industry in a whole nother way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, it, it's so funny. I don't feel like it's oversaturated at all mm-hmm. because, and, and I don't even have that big of an Instagram following, but I think that the content I put on there is unique enough that I do have a, a good number of brides that follow me mm-hmm. that every year, you know, seek out my services uh, because I try to be unique. And I did, I felt I, in the wedding industry, I have found my own voice. Right. So what do you think about that in terms of how people feel about the industry? Is it that it's oversaturated or they don't have enough ways for clients to find them? I think it's more so the latter. Um, I have and am embracing social media as a really good way to market my business and really show my personality. It's not just about posting pictures Mm -hmm. or, you know, things that you've done every now and then you need to show who you are. And so in the past several months, I have posted some pictures from a shoot that I did so people could see me, Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. who is this face behind J Hill events and that brand. And so to me, that's helping me stand out from those that are just posting pictures of florals or a ceremony setup or a reception. Um, That's really important and helps you to stand out um, in this market that people are saying is oversaturated. But you also need to look at other areas. I try not to keep myself in a box. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am based in Atlanta. I'm from South Carolina originally and very familiar with that state as well as North Carolina. But really the whole Southeast, I'm not limited to just this area. So it's important to start thinking outside of just your small circle and and reach out. Look for ways to um, garner... Um, views or relationships in other areas around the country or even across seas. You never know. Yeah, and and we, you and I were just talking about that. Mm-hmm. I just redid uh, my website. If you guys want to check it out, TomVisionFilms.com. Um, really proud of you know, what I did, but mm-hmm. um, I was blessed to have uh, done uh, a few, well, several destination weddings last year um, outside of the state of Atlanta and outside of the country. Right. I did a few weddings. Uh, so you are so right that, you know, you don't have to just stay in your immediate, you know, geography. You can market yourself all around the world, especially with the power of the Internet That's right. Uh, right now. Uh, so a- another thing I will say is that there are like even as a wedding videographer or as a planner, uh, there are so many different niches you can do within a certain, you know, uh, I guess, uh, uh, I guess a sector of mm-hmm. the wedding industry that mm-hmm. you're pursuing. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, with myself, I film weddings, but I've made, uh, you know, a good amount as well, making promo videos for people in the wedding industry. Right. There's other ways to market yourself or sell yourself and sell your services within your industry mm-hmm. rather than just, you know, pursuing brides right. and grooms, you know, and, and clients like that. Right. And then, the, of course, there's corporate, you know, videography and Absolutely. things like that. And then with event planning, there's corporate planning. There's, um, you know, social 
planning. Mm-hmm. There's, mm-hmm. you know, small lifestyle events right. that you can do that are really getting popular. I, I, I have to say in the past two years, I've filmed more baby showers <laughs> you know, than I ever parties. have. We had a birthday yeah. party that you did mm-hmm. with me last May. Yeah. And so, yeah, there. I mean, celebrations, they're always going to be celebrations. And that's what somebody was asking me out too long ago. Like, it's, re- it's pretty much recession proof. Yeah. There's always going to be someone getting married. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the budget isn't what they would have ideally wanted to have, yeah. but they can still have a very nice wedding within reason. Um, you know, birthday parties, the the uh, vow renewals, um, the gender reveals, you know, there's always something and you can create something to celebrate. It doesn't have to be your traditional events. So um, I like to find a reason, even if it's just to have a few friends for an intimate dinner party, there's always something that can be done. But to your point, you know, really thinking outside the box and, and coming up with a niche, you know, even in the planning side of things, there are some that only specialize in destination weddings. Mm-hmm. And there are some that only so specialize in corporate events. I like to do them all. Um, um, and and have established relationships all over the world to help me achieve those things. So if anyone's wanting to get married in Greece or Italy, let me know. <laughs> or even Hawaii. That's one of my uh, bucket list uh, destinations for a wedding. I have a few places in mind. So We were actually just talking about that. My mm-hmm. first wedding outside the country was, uh, well, last year was Rome, Italy. Mm. And um, had a great time. It was such a great experience. And once I got that, then I got another one. Oh, wow. And then, um, and so it would be for other people. Once you get one thing kind of, you know, outside the state or outside the country, you'll get a lot more. Um, And another thing I wanted to talk about on that same point is I feel like a lot of people nowadays, at least who that I come across with, Mm -hmm. don't network in person Hmm. enough. And Jan, you can even say that I've taken you out to lunch. Yes. I've taken uh, other people out to lunch. I try to make it a habit that I do at least every um, two to three months, taking people, you know, out, getting mm-hmm. to meet new people. Right. Um, I think networking, I think so many people are so used to social media and so used to texting that people forget about the power of meeting someone in person to establish a relationship. Right. I think that's very important. If you, especially if you have not met the person Mm -hmm. before, um, or have seen them in person before, Mm -hmm. there are a lot of times where I'll get a DM an Instagram or an email from a photographer, videographer, makeup artist. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, if you ever need this type of service you know let me know okay so. how many people have offered to take you out to lunch uh, last year 2018 I mean, has there been a lot of people who've offered to take you out to lunch not a whole lot yeah. um i have had some in the past but not not really um most of them want to have me for coffee and pick my brain you know if it's a a person that's interested in wedding planning planning Mm -hmm. or um you know i'll get an email or call Mm -hmm. i'd love for you to book me for service well i don't really know who you you are send me send me a sample like if you are a dj you know send me a sample of your work you know there are ways to Mm. uh promote yourself and and I have to vet my vendors for my client. So I'm just not going to blindly refer you to someone just because you sent me an email. You know, definitely, you know, if you're a photographer, definitely will look at your work. And there are certain things that I look for 
as a planner on behalf of my clients that they may not necessarily look for. Um, you know, personality is also extremely important when it comes to photographers and videographers. Next to the planner, they're going to be with you the most most of the day on your wedding. So you want to make sure you have someone that you'll you're aligned with or you feel comfortable with for long periods of time. I don't want you tensed up and not looking, you know, your best, you know, if you're dealing with someone that you don't really care for. And so it's important for me to make sure that, you know, everyone meshes well. And if you if I can't vet you, I don't have enough information, I'm not going to feel comfortable referring you to my client. I, I recently did a video um, a few, I guess a few weeks ago now uh, on my other YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com forward slash mm-hmm. Thomas Brown for you, all you guys who aren't familiar with it. Um, and it's called, um, how to make more money as a filmmaker. And, uh, it did pretty well. And I really talked about some of the things that we talked about today. Like mm-hmm. one of the main things was networking, yeah. like taking people out, uh, like we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, but another thing was, just being nice to people that you are currently working with. You get so much more work, at least for me, when I just show up and I just smile. I, I, I'll tell you, I did a wedding last a week, uh, weekend, and it was my first time working with that photographer. And after the wedding, um, the photographer said, Thomas, you are like the best wedding videographer I work with. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't do anything special. Mm-hmm. I just smiled. Right. You know, I asked her if she needed help, you know, mm-hmm. carrying anything. I was just being nice. You know, it, being nice just goes so much a long way. And she she told me, she said, I guarantee you I'm going to book. I'm going to refer you for every single wedding, oh, wow. you know, in the future. And so. That's just some of my advice is that when you're doing a wedding, even sometimes new planners, and I think they're so flustered sometimes, they're kind of standoffish when you arrive at a wedding, but being nice to people sometimes will get you so much more work than, you know, it's just, a team yeah. effort. Mm-hmm. And if you, I just feel like respect and you don't have to be all, you know, I don't know, buddy, buddy or whatever, yeah, but yeah. just, you know, having that courtesy mm-hmm. and the approach I had, I tell well, people tell me same thing, you know, you're just so pleasant to work with. You just keep this even keeled temperament the entire time. I told you that in another you podcast. Told me that yeah, before. That we did. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, but I'm just being myself, mm-hmm. but you know, but now realizing what that means is just making sure I like to make sure that my team is taken care of. And I'm not talking about just the J Hill mm-hmm. events team. I'm talking about the whole entire event team. And so, you know, with that, people have sent me referrals based on that as well. And, um, you know, it it definitely goes a long way. And then to your point about networking, you know, even if it's not taking someone to lunch, Mm -hmm. you know, coming to them at their venue, even um, taking them a a token, you know, to thank Mm -hmm. them for their business or just to put something in front of them to encourage them to look into and follow up with your services and see if they would be interested in referring you. So just making those initial contacts and touches, you know, and I don't want to say unfortunately, fortunately, we're really busy, mm-hmm. you know, at this level and don't have a whole lot of time sometimes to take out to, you know, meet with everyone that of reaches course. out mm-hmm. to us. Um, but there are different ways that you can 
you know, get someone's attention. And, you know, I've received things in the mail that were really interesting and, you know, invited to a, a group session. Maybe you invite a few at, at one time. I haven't anything in the mail yet. I want some, <laughs> send me some chocolate. I like chocolate. You see chocolate you on my desk. Know. <laughs> you never know. But, you yeah. know, those are some ways. Mm. I've had a, a, um, a vendor that treated a few of us out at one time and just wanted to introduce themselves and, um, you know, so there's there's ways to do it. There's ways to do it. And I'll tell you one thing that I do um, that a, a lot of photographers tell me um, that no other video. You know, so I'm not sure if you know this. You probably mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a lot of times videographers and photographers don't like each other. Weddings is like this big. I, that's why video. I always ask, have you talked? <laughs> Do you have a plan? Are you, are you going to be strategic about where you're going to be during this event? So, yeah, yeah. I do. So what I um, have been doing for the past two years is every time and every single time I, I do it, I do a wedding. I ask the couple, who's your photographer? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, if I have not worked with them, and like I said, most of the time, I think probably only about 10% of the time I'm working with a photographer that mm -hmm. even like when I went to Italy, I was right. working with a photographer I work with all the time here because mm -hmm. she's the one who recommended me for the uh, right. the wedding. Um, but um, I always send out a DM. Like if I don't have their phone number, I send them a DM on Instagram mm -hmm. um, or, you know, through Facebook, whichever one it seems like they use the most. Right. You just say, hey, I'm Thomas Brown. I'll be working with you on a wedding on this date. I'm so looking forward to working with you. I'm super cool to work with. I think we're going to have a great time. And I would say 90% of the time that just when they show up at the wedding, they'd be like, hey, Thomas, how you doing? You know, yeah. Um, rather than, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, videographers and photographers when they first get to the wedding. Hi, you know, you just stay on your side of the room. I'll stay on my <laughs> right, side. Exactly. But yeah, I, I think um, that approach has really helped me in, um, you know, having a good experience um, yeah. for not, not only for me, but it makes the clients have a better experience, too. Right. When, you know, people get along at their events. Definitely. And they can tell. I yeah. feel like, you know, the vibe is important. And I want everyone to vibe. And you don't, like I said, you don't have to be best of friends yeah, and of best course, buddies. Yeah. But just having that, that level of respect and courtesy can go a long way. All right, so I think this was a really good uh, topic today. Um, I even got some uh, new tidbits that I'm going to be taking notes. <laughs> I will have all of Jan's uh, information in the description. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast, and uh, we'll see you next time. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed listening in today, consider subscribing to the podcast. See you next time.